Hey guys, it's Craig Clark here with the Driven Podcast, here to expose the royalty that's inside of each and every single one of you. I'm here as a life coach to use tools such as NLP, the law of attraction, and other psychological tools to take you from point A to point B. That means from where you are now to where you want to be. I'm coming with this show every Tuesday, and I'm available on my website, kingmindset.com, or you can find me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. I'm here to give you tips, hints, and, and do interviews to make sure you guys get the best information you can get to get you to your point of being happy, to be fulfilled, and to be walking in your purpose and destiny. You can find me also on Facebook and Instagram under Craig Clark King Mindset. Please enjoy and share. So guys, as you've seen, it's been a new year. I haven't really spoke to you guys since then, but I just want to say Happy New Year to you guys who have actually come into the new year like this. I know there's been a lot going on. It's been a pandemic. It's been like, obviously, we're still in the middle of this pandemic. I can't say it's been, but we're still in the middle of the pandemic, especially in the UK. We've gone into our second major lockdown. We've had a lot of things going on. I just want to say, like, you guys just hold it together i just pray that you guys just listen just do something good for somebody else it's not all about you it's not all about what you have for yourself it's not all about what you can do for yourself but think about other people if you're going through certain circumstances there's somebody going through exactly the same thing or even worse so if you're feeling lonely pick up the phone and speak to people don't just sit there in your loneliness and be lonely pick up the phone and speak to somebody you know it's these little things that you do that's going to help you it's not about just watching who's not coming to you or watching like the whole world go on with this thing. Like they're crazy people and this, that, and other. Just go out there and just do one good act in a day. And you never know, it may build up to 10 acts in one day. But I'm just saying for now, just do the one good act in a day. Do the one thing to like that you want for you, do for others. I'm just saying at this moment in time, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of crazy things going on. I just want to see that everybody does the best they can do with what they have. So I just want to say, like, you know what? Plan your year accordingly. I'm not saying to, like, think about pandemic or not to think about it. I'm just saying plan your year and just make things the best that you can make them for them for now. I know it's not the best of places we're in right now, but I just know that if you really stick to it, stick to what you want, and just have that main goal, have that resilience and have that thing inside of you that, you know what, you're never going to give up. Even though things may look bleak for some people, just don't give up. Because uh, consistency it really shows. Consistency, consistency is what really shows people, you know what, I'm here for the good. I mean, the, there's that Bible verse that says, the race is not for the swift or for the strong, but it's for those that endure. So I'm saying to you, if you had a goal last year and it wasn't being, it wasn't able to be accomplished, find another way around it, but keep on at it. Don't give up. All right. That's my first little message, but we're going to get on with the rest of the podcast too. So today I've got a special guest for us. We have the other half. Her name is Philippa Gualan. And so what I want to do, I'm going to ask her a few questions. Um, just to like, open up and just see her point of view of certain things because especially talking about coming from another country coming to this country and doing things and making what you could say a success of your life instead of 
some people who are actually here already in the country and they can't really do anything with themselves and they find themselves in certain situations without actually making use of what actual talents and things they have for themselves. So I'm going to ask Philippa to please introduce herself. Go ahead. <laughs> Don't feel shy. You can do it. Okay. Hi, everybody. I'm Philippa, the girlfriend. Um, it's just basically just tell us a little bit about yourself well um so i've lived here for i don't know maybe 13 years uh i'm a business analyst uh, a yoga instructor a hula hooper and a business owner that's it i don't know what else you want me to say about myself Ooh, well that is it it's just your it's just the introduction of yourself yeah, isn't it okay so like you've just brought up there you do hula hoop you do yoga you work a nine to five you have a yeah. child you're in a relationship yeah you chill out a lot yeah you have sicknesses am i able to manage um uh, state yeah, with yeah, you? yeah. so you've got fibromyalgia and you get migraines and you do all of these things like how do you manage how do you get all these things done how do you do it because i see you you're very productive you do manage to do a lot of your work. You, you know, mm -hmm. I haven't seen you get in trouble with your boss yet, so <laughs> that's all right. Um, you know what I mean? You're, you've raised, you're raising a young boy into a man. You're doing all these things. How do you do all these things? How do you manage to get your head down and just get these things done? Mm, I don't really think about it, mostly. I just do what I have to do because I know that... Um, especially being a mom there's a lot of things that i want to achieve and i want my son to be proud of me so when it comes to all the many things i do it doesn't really bother me because i enjoy doing these things i enjoy um teaching yoga uh, i enjoy hula hooping and i love money so <laughs> my career <laughs> brings in the cash my career in business analysis which i really enjoy and uh, I just try to make time for the other things that I love doing, apart from my nine to five um, outside work. I try to make as much time as I can for the other things that I love. And then where my illnesses come to <laughs> interfere, I, I also try to manage that by resting and by knowing that you need to, I tell myself you need to take a break. It's time to just rest. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think much about it. I just do what I have to do to get to where I want to get to. Okay, which is good. Mm -hmm. Um, as we've brushed on certain things, obviously you're you're actually making time out to deal with obviously sicknesses and all that. How yeah? How do they who how do they affect your migraines and the fibromyalgia? Um. So um, a few years ago, I'll say. Possibly before we met, my migraines were really bad. Um, and my fibromyalgia uh, flares were really bad as well. I didn't really know how to handle them, uh, especially knowing that I need to work, I need to pay my bills, I need to be healthy and strong to take care of my child. Um, yeah, so, so those got, they really got in the way and I had to like identify why these things were happening. Um, I, d I did a lot of research on how to 
help myself be healthier really and doing yoga was part of it as well through my research i found um a lot of information about how yoga can help uh like illnesses like the ones i have and um yeah so i decided to do a yoga instructor training uh, this was really difficult as well but that sort of helped my illness in a way especially the meditation part um and also having other yogis to share share things with or share similar experiences with that helped having somebody to talk to uh and then with the illnesses managing those trying to eat healthy trying to um like i said identify and know when i need rest and know when i'm like burned out take take time off work but what was your question how does how did it, how does it affect you but you, you you're answering um, a lot of questions anyway that i would have yeah. asked probably later on so continue. yeah so it's definitely affected me like i remember so many times i've taken time off work <laughs> i've even fainted at work a few times i was telling craig the other day um it seems like every job i do or every company i work for there's always an incident of fainting <laughs> So, yeah, so that's just one of those things. Uh, another way it's affected me as well, especially in my career, having to take weeks off work. So seeing that these things have affected um, certain aspects of my life, I try to um, consciously, consciously, yeah, consciously um, take steps to help me be a better and healthier person. So that I can be strong enough to do these things that I want to do. Um, yeah, have I answered your question? You're I'm not sure. It. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so deal with all that. We'll deal with that side of things now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I've said that before that you've come from another country. You've come to this country, and you've you've had jobs. You've got business. You've done all these things. So first off, where are you from? I'm from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm French Nigerian, but I was born and brought up in Nigeria. And I came here when I was 18 years old. So, yeah, okay. that's it. And why did you come to the UK? Why the UK of all places? Yeah. Um, well, me and my siblings were all uh, born in Nigeria. And um, my grandma raised us, so she would always come to england every year for a few months uh, because her other children were here so my dad is the only one who who is in nigeria and my mom well all my aunties and uncles are here they've um, schooled here and everything so it just felt like the natural thing to do there was no other country we could go to mm. um especially that we don't actually speak french so france wasn't really on the <laughs> number one um on our choices or our options so england was just the right place because everybody else is here Mm. yeah and i came here to study to go to university because um i think that my parents or my grandma would have preferred us to school in nigeria because of the um culture the uh, the yeah the culture really the way children are raised 
in Africa is very different to the way children are raised here. And also mm. the educational system, I think, is better at primary and secondary level. And yeah, I think going abroad is possibly better to study for university. So I think she made the right choice by um, sending, sending me here uh, together with my siblings. So the main reason for us coming here, for me <laughs> coming here, is to study for my yeah. uni. Yeah. Okay. So... If, as you come here, actually, mm -hmm. first off, you speak a little bit of French, isn't it? Uh, I wouldn't say I never <laughs> speak French. <laughs> no, I did French at um, secondary school. Uh, actually, in primary school as well, I did French. And it was very funny <laughs> because everybody knew I was from France. So they just expected me to know the language. Like, yeah, but nobody spoke the language to me. My dad can speak French, but he never spoke the language to, to us. Mm. Um yeah because obviously he didn't really raise us he, my grandma raised us so yeah my french is not great i did some french in uni as well mm. but i started to just lose interest in the language to be honest i'm not so great with yeah <laughs> with not it. so good with the french yeah but i would like to think that i can make my way around if i were to go on holiday in france but i have to like revise for it I'd like to refresh my memory because i don't if you don't speak a language yeah you forget it I, I've, so. I've lost some of my language so yeah that's, that's <laughs> i know about that yeah. okay um so as you've come from nigeria you've come to england what are some of the cultural differences you've seen within your area of let's just say your friends family mm. stuff what are the cultural differences you see that really stick out to you Cultural differences. Mm. Um, uh, I'm not sure, but I think um, one of the one one of the ones that stood up to me was greeting. In Nigeria, we take greeting very it, it's very serious. You can't just wake up in the morning and walk past someone and not say good morning, mm. <laughs> good afternoon, good evening. If you don't, you get a nice slap on the, in the face, <laughs> you know. But here, uh, is it still the same now? Yeah, it's the same. I, I only say that now because I know back in the day it was the same here in the UK where like a lot of these principles were in the UK where you have to wake up. You can't just walk. Everybody's good morning, good morning. Mm. And if you walk past some of the older lot right now, you'll still get them say good morning to you and stuff. They might oh, be really? a little bit afraid or timid, but you'll see a lot of the older lot, they still want to say. now? Yeah, they still say good morning and hello like that. Uh, so that's what I'm asking if in Nigeria, is it still something that's relevant and still happens? Yeah, yeah, it still happens. Oh. It still happens. Uh, not just the greeting, um, the school system. It's, oh, yeah, one of the big ones was when I started college. And I would say we would never call a teacher by their first name. Mm. It was so weird to me. And when my lecturer mentioned that we had to call him by his first name I, it was i just couldn't call him by his first name for a while <laughs> it just was difficult for me to adjust to that mm. even in nigeria even if a person is not related to you as long as they're maybe at least three to four years older than you you have to call them auntie or uncle uncle first name auntie first name mm. yeah so um that that's one of it another one is uh i'm not sure cultural differences right mm, yeah also um the way uh children speak to their their parents or to adults it just it just it just wasn't right to me there's a lot of things that i saw that i questioned 
But yeah. Um, what else? Okay, you don't have to say much else there. Don't <laughs> yeah, worry about that. No, it's just obviously because like um obviously there are a lot of differences. Yeah. Um, when it comes to living in one country to the other. Yeah, there are. Um, I can see that with having Jamaican family mm-hmm. and looking at other friends' families, there's a lot of differences. So I just wanted to see what other ones were there between Nigeria and the UK. And but, UK. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so as a lot of, I think I had, had this conversation with a friend of mine the other day, was that a lot of Nigerians are clever. Mm-hmm. A lot of the Nigerians, they've got a certain type of drive. Mm. And something that like pushes them to like I don't know just do more and be more and yeah. I don't know, accomplish more. Whether it's just they want to they love money or it's just something within them to to be that clever. Mm. Um, and they're one of the top groups that move from one country to another and they make it. It's it, it's written it's recorded that this is what happens. Mm. So in that, why do you think that is? I think it's just the way. Um... It's, it falls back to culture. It's mm. just the way the, our parents have raised us and the expectations that they set for us. I'm not saying that in this country parents don't set expectations and raise their kids well. But like in Nigeria, for example, your parents have paid your way through school and they expect you to sort of pay back in some way. And you would also feel that you need to pay back in some way. Uh, I feel I feel that we're more I don't know if I should say this but like we're more appreciative of the efforts of our parents we want them to be proud of us just like every other child but like when it comes when it comes to Nigerian culture it's just a normal thing that your parents have raised you to a certain stage of life and it's now time for you to give back Mm. so that's where it starts and it's it just sort of becomes part of you and even if your parents aren't there you want to keep going and keep doing as the best that you can Mm. until it becomes that you're doing it for yourself so yeah okay and do you are you like currently passing that kind of thing on to your child as well yeah i hope so (laughs) I hope so, because when I moved here, all I wanted to do was to make my grandma proud and going to uni and focusing. Um, and also, even after uni, working, mm. so I always wanted her to be proud of me. And um, yeah, uh, I feel that a lot of the things that she's done or the way she has raised me, I feel that I'm... I'm raising Tyler in the same way as well. Mm. Even though sometimes you don't really, you don't really get it sometimes. But it's, no, no, I feel it. I do feel it. It's not yeah. that. It's, obviously, this is a question for a podcast, and me and you have talked separately about this. Yeah. I do feel it. Obviously, um, when it comes down to certain things between me and you and Tyler, obviously, I've said to you this once, and there'll probably be a big debate about this probably later on. Yeah. Is that I feel that, and it's been stated that a woman can raise a child to be an adult, mm-hmm. but it takes a man to raise a child to be a man. Mm, I don't know about that. You see, so that's because a debate like... for another another <laughs> thing which we could go in, but yeah. it's just at the same time, like I've seen 
it happened where like there's certain things that are missing from guys right now mm. that they're not they don't have because they've been raised by just a single mom on their own there's the, they haven't got that positive male influence to take them to, to, from one place to the other well a lot of the time they can identify that but that's later and like i said this is a big debate mm. where like we we probably will go in and i feel like that's to be like part of a podcast that we'll go into because i feel, think later on i do want to do something a bit more personal between me and you on the podcasting show so people look forward to that one <laughs> but um as for now like i, I want to try and keep it to a certain thing so okay um but yeah it's something to be said about that we will yeah. go in we will go in what? on it on another podcast definitely <laughs> um but yeah i do feel like you put it you, you do show him a certain way to be like because he's not a bad child mm-hmm. um i'm quite proud of you as a mum. Mm-hmm. yeah i don't know if i say that to you enough but i am proud <laughs> of you as a mum. um and you, you're doing well and like i just stated you do all these things and it's not like you're bad at any of the things you do mm. so pat yourself on the back i do <laughs> i do i do a lot because <laughs> i know the, the efforts that i'm putting so yeah i i always pat myself on the back yeah yeah okay i know you always treat yourself yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay so what are your what drives you what makes you drive to do all these things like to be monies (laughs) (laughs) is it just money no 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 not just money it's um it's my grand yeah yeah my grand um I think, well, after I had Tyler, my priority is to make him proud. So for a long time, it's always been about Tyler. Like, I can't let this child down. Mm. And in that way, it also helps me to be a better person by having Tyler as my sort of motivation. Because I don't actually know what I would do if I didn't have Ty. Mm. I don't feel that I would be as driven as I am because the the plan was to come here, go to uni, get a job, get married, and that's it. That's that's mostly the Nigerian female upbringing. So you go to uni, you finish at a certain age, you move out of your parents' house, you get married, and you don't know. I don't know what next, to be honest. Yeah. But that was my goal <laughs> initially yeah, when yeah. I moved here. But having Tyler, I don't know, it just changed everything. And I, I felt like you can't, you can't be lazy. You can't just relax and do nothing. You need to be the best mom that you can to mm. be able to provide for your child. But like I said, it also helps me be a better person. So to be honest, yeah, it's Tyler. As well as my grandma as well. For a long time, I didn't want to disappoint her in any way. Mm. And even though she's dead, I still think about her. I'm like... How would she feel right now about me, about the things that achieved and all that? Yeah. I say it's people. It's people. People drive me. People that I love. (laughs) So it's love that drives you, honestly. Yeah, I would say, yeah. Okay. So obviously you're... It's not just the fact that, okay, you're driven. You're a hustler. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So... (laughs) <laughs> what would you say a hustler is and um, why do you do it and what's giving you that oomph to be that kind of a hustler um uh, how do i answer this 
um i would say for me personally because uh, i'm a very creative person as much as i can be <laughs> quite lazy i enjoy to sleep a lot yeah i like to relax and just let go and just you know but i can't do it for a long time um you've been a hustler yeah how why wait you know what i mean just yeah. just being that yeah what what's made you want to do that hustle game as well mm. because like you do it like everything from okay um if i mentioned that i've seen you selling soaps on one side mm. and creams and stuff i've seen you have your own private yoga studio and you're doing that mm -hmm. and it's a hustle you know i mean it's the the game of hustling it's like how did you get into doing like that hustle that you know what i mean okay yeah. i need to go out and make that not so much the why because you've answered okay you do it because of tyler you do it because yeah. of nan but where did like how did you get in how how um did i already mention i think i said i'm i'm quite creative mm -hmm. so i always look for things to do <laughs> i don't know why i just feel like there's so many things in the world and i want to be exposed and i want to know about these things because i know that there's so many you can't know everything so i might as well do as much as I can or, mm. or experience as much as I can or learn as much as I can. Um, and a lot of the times while I'm doing these researches, maybe just to just learn, I, f I feel that I need to make money from it because like I'm just learning it and then what am I going to use it for? Yeah. So this is how I just decide to start businesses immediately. Like when I feel the urge that after doing a lot of researches and after I've learned how to do like making the soaps and all that. I do a lot of researches and find, oh, how can I sell these soaps? Mm. And, you know, and then I start something or I watch, um, like I watch a lot of um, decor videos on YouTube and I, I like lampshades. There was one time I went to one of those markets where I sell my soaps and then there was this lady who makes lampshades. Mm -hmm. But it was very British look. And I just thought like, can I just use like Ankara or African prints to, mm. to make mine? So making those and I just decided like, might as well sell it as well, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, I think it's just cause I'm, I'm interested in a lot of things. I don't want to miss out. I want to maximize my potential mm. because like, um, I think I will, I will feel worse, uh, knowing that I was able to um, achieve something or experience something and deciding not to do it than I would if I tried it and I didn't like it, mm. I would feel better because it's like I've tried it and then I can just relax and let it go. Yeah. Or I could, I could like it and continue, continue. continue with it. Yeah. So, mm. so I've seen you doing like the latest one. Was, I think it's uh, Noye de Coco. Yeah. 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 Did I Those say are right? Lamb not a coconut. Nah, okay. Is, is it French? What <laughs> French is it? or coconut? Okay. So <laughs> we're we're gonna let you like advertise that later. So, <laughs> um, what one of the last things? I mean, you've already mentioned what's important to you most. Yeah. Obviously, you're you're like you've got your son Tyler. And Ooh. you. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> but inside of that what's the most important i don't mean what's that division i mean what's yeah. what what's inside of that so it's the people that mostly 
drives you, isn't it? Yeah, it's the people that I love. Mm. Mm. And so we've just, as we see, I already answered and said it's love that drives you. Yeah. Okay. And it's that side of you that you like to expose and show to people. Is that, or is that like you loving the world? Is that you loving just certain people? Is that you just trying to develop yourself in that way? What is it that? Mm. I'm just asking you coaching questions, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure really, but I'm. If I have to answer, I would say, like I said before, I want to open myself to as much opportunities that I can. Mm. So, and I'm I'm also curious. So my curiosity sort of drives me <laughs> too yeah. because, like, I want to know. Uh, if I see certain people excelling in certain things, I want to know why. Why am I not doing this mm. as well? You know what I mean? Um, and even if I, if it's not something that I would like to do, then then I let it go. But it's curiosity. I just want to do as much as I can while while I'm living, while there's life. Mm. You know, it's, that's it's, a good it's base. Good so to, it's like, yeah, um, that thing of like doing as much as you can while you're alive. Yeah, because kind of we only have one living life. Last, living every day like it's your last kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I guess so, <laughs> not really. But I think about it, we only have one life and you can't come back. Hmm. There's no second chance, you know. So I want to do everything that I can do in this one life that I have, in this one chance that hmm. I have. Um, and there's always mistakes that I have. I've made a lot of mistakes, but I've learned from them. If I didn't decide to jump into certain things I wouldn't learn uh, and I would also keep questioning myself that oh I should have done this thing at this time or at this stage but if I've done it and I failed I know that oh at least I failed I tried it yeah you know and I can move on to the next next okay. step <laughs> so do you have any major beliefs in your life that have shaped you helped you move forward what are they beliefs major yeah. beliefs yeah like God, yeah, yeah, it's it's all God to be honest. Mm. Yeah, um, I have a very <laughs> personal relationship with God. I don't really like talking about my. Yeah, you don't have to just yeah. as much as you want to. Like yeah. even with you, I don't really talk about my relationship no, with no. God because it's just I don't know. It just feels very personal, and you know, with religion as well, there's a lot of judgment. There's a lot of things that we don't really understand. So I prefer to um, like God sort of guard my relationship with God mm. because there's a lot of times that people will ask me certain questions and I'm not able to answer but you you feel judged yeah so I'd rather not even go there I just yeah, keep, yeah. My, keep my my feelings about it to myself yeah yeah so I would say it's it's what was the question it's just beliefs that really guide you that take yeah, you yeah, forward yeah. yeah so it's God because um also, it falls back to my grandma because she raised us in she raised us in the Catholic Church. She raised us very like strict when it comes to like going to church, praying, going to catechism, um, doing our baptism, Holy Communion, confirmation. She was strict strict with that. And even to, I've told you that there was a point I actually wanted to become a nun, mm. um, and I was actually in conversation with. <laughs> one a nun at school and she was sort of helping me through the process um but yeah i feel that that personal relationship with god that i have 
in a lot of the times where I've lost my faith or lost my hope in um, in things in life or in experiences that I've had, it feels like God always just brings me out of it. Mm. And it, it always feels like a miracle every time because like I feel like I'm at the least point of my life and it's like, your life is over <laughs> kind of thing. But And he just brings me out of it because I pray and I speak with him or her <laughs> yeah, yeah. about it. And yeah, I feel that God has really helped me in, in every part of my life, in all my journeys. It's God or the universe, as mo- most people would say, but I prefer to just say God because that's how I was raised. And it's just more comfortable for me that way to just mm. say, yeah, I'm a believer of God. And he's like pulled me out through yeah. a lot of things that I never thought I would be able to come out of. Yeah. Okay. Coming to near the end of the, um, the interview, uh-huh. but um, I just want to say, uh, ask really, um, I think that a lot of human, like a lot of us as human beings, we go through tragic and certain things that help shape us, and that do you feel like that's something that's also shaped you? Like mm. we've gone through, so we've probably gone through something that has been, and you don't have to say what or whatever it is, but something that like has shaped you as a person or helped you to be more driven or stuff like that do you feel like the negative has had a positive influence in your life to make you push forward and be Mm. a different person or push harder or to be better or anything like that Mm, yeah Mm. yeah yeah a lot of things but i don't know i always feel like every year something happens to me (laughs) (laughs) yeah so from the time where because i got pregnant with tyler at uni that felt like the end of my life um yeah so um yeah so negative experiences do help me be become a better person because like i wouldn't necessarily call it mistake sometimes things just happen they're out of your hands and you learn if if you're aware or if yeah if you take note of those things and if you're aware that certain things have happened um and also when you go through these negative journeys it helps you become a better uh, a stronger person uh one of the things that i always try to tell myself as well when when i feel down or when something negative has happened i always remember that um god wouldn't god will never place anybody in a situation where that where they can't handle so I always try to bring myself to say that this is like not really a test, but like a learning ex- experience that God has put me into so that I can become that person that I want to be or that he has made me, to, created me to be. Mm. Yeah, so with a lot of negative experiences, like I was saying, when I had Tyler, I wouldn't say that was a negative experience, <laughs> but like I was at university there was certain expectations that my grandma and my aunties and uncles had of me that obviously I didn't meet. So I disappointed the whole family and it just felt like the end of my life at the time. Mm. But I came out of it. And then with Tyler's dad as well, the relationship wasn't great. And I felt that um, coming out of that relationship as well, I need to show this guy that I'm the best of the best women out there. You need need (laughs) to see what you're missing. (laughs) <laughs> you know, so those kind of negative experiences 
definitely do help you because even though at the time obviously i wasn't doing it for myself i was doing it to show people that you'll see mm. you see how how well and how super and amazing i'm gonna turn out to be i'm also helping myself yeah right but as i've grown into it and i've grown through and experienced these things i've also come to realize that you don't have to do things for people you should try to do things for yourself so i'm now at that stage where like i don't really care what what you think what about what i'm doing with myself or what i'm doing with my journey or in this life mm. i do it for myself and for the people that i really love my closest um family uh, as i don't really care what what anybody else thinks so yeah, that, that yeah that answer, that answer, it's answer. It's um, it's mm -hmm. a very grown up and adult way to look because when you're younger, you don't see all that. Yeah, you don't. You just feel like you're going through really bad. Yeah. Yeah, things. But as you grow out of it, you realize that oh, this this lesson or this mistake was a lesson for me to learn from. Mm. Yeah, and to be stronger because certain times those related negative experiences will show up and you'll be you'll feel stronger because a lot of times i've had other negative experiences but i'm always i always know that it's not the end of the world yeah. i'll come out of it tomorrow's another day next year is another year yeah. i'm not gonna die so except you know or if it's not something that's gonna make me die then there's no point wallowing in sorrow i just think of the next step mm. or how to move forward from from that experience. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you had one thing to say to Philippa that was younger, inexperienced, <laughs> and all that, if you could go back and tell her one thing, what would that be? One thing. Just something that would just I don't know, however you want to do it. What would you tell her? Like if you was in a I don't know, in one of your worst moments, let's just say. Yeah. One of my worst moments. Mm. That's a difficult one. Yeah, it's a good question. It's not just one thing. There's a lot of things I want to say. I know, but we have to pick one thing. Mm. I'll, I'll give you two. Two things. Two things. I guess I would say... <laughs> I would say... Well, I always think about... My, my maternal grandma gave me a, a name in her language, which means... Um, as long as there's life that's just what it means <laughs> <laughs> seriously yeah yeah yeah, yeah? um in, how would you say that though it's asweza okay asweza it means as long as there's life mm. and that's just this full stop mm. so i would tell myself to remember my name mm. that there's still life you're still alive so it's not the end of the world, you know? Yeah. And keep pushing, you, you'll be fine. Um, second thing. Mm -hmm. Second thing would be... It's quite similar as well, because it's like, that's like the topic. Yeah. And then there's a lot of things I could underneath say underneath the sub, it. Sub yeah, yeah. So I would say... I'll try and I'll tell myself not to be too judgmental about myself because for a long time I would judge myself 
yeah i'll tell myself to be a bit easy <laughs> a bit easy on myself yeah 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 okay <laughs> well that's philippa gualan um and what we're going to do actually we will have another podcast with her at one point just because i feel like we touched on a really heavy subject which is growing a child to adults to a man so we'll go into more <laughs> of that kind of thing anyway but um i just wanted to make sure i introduced philippa so she could get like especially she is a woman and i feel like she should be a positive role model to a lot of younger ladies out there younger females that need to hear a lot of the stuff that was said here today so um first off let me say thank you and uh, where can people find you online online um my instagram is at philiem that's p h i l y a i m e that's it just okay. instagram <laughs> okay then so it's just on instagram um that's been our podcast for today that being said people we've reached the end of our show if you have any questions you want answered any topics you want to hear anything i've said that's touched you any feedback at all you want to leave please 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 contact me on either facebook or instagram at craig clark king mindset you know, you can also go on my website for any more info for any services i'm also coming up with my youtube channel well i've started it you can go on there look for me at craig clark but that's the end of the show people please 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 come again and if you feel like this would be any use to anybody please contact any of your friends share it like it you know just post it around you'd be doing me a favor and you'd be helping out somebody else too all right peace out